they, 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 they. That is cool, man. I, I, uh, I was thinking about that too. Like, you know, since we talked about it, but like, how cool is that? I'll just... Oh, hell yeah, dude. I'll take it. Um, you know, you think about bands and like, how do you recreate it live? You know, like what are the important parts? And like the fact that he had that question on the list and you guys have a whole story about oh, it. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. It's so cool. Well, it's funny too. When we were uh, in New York, uh, we met up with a friend. Actually, I, I had never met him before, but he's a friend of our bass player, Garrett's. And he's a, he used to be a drummer. I'm not sure if he still plays anymore. And he said, hey, is it just me or did you guys only do the overtone on the snare and culture on every other hit during the verses? And we're like, you paid attention to this that? This is a topic of we're conversation. Like, we're like, yeah, actually, we made a conscious decision to do that because we had an original mix where this, that tone was on every, every hit. snare hit. And we were too like, much. something is just too much Split in the difference. Song. You might not yeah. even notice it if it's on every hit at that point. Yeah. yeah. But, but when, once it's every other, then it sort of isolates yeah. it and then it's cool. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. And he was one of the first people that, that noticed it. And we, I, I thought that was really cool because, like, yeah, that's something that we actually, like, agonized over trying to figure out, like, what's too much or too little on this tone. Which is why it's on the track. Which is why it's on the <laughs> yeah. track. That's it. Yeah. Hey, I do want to ask you your most hated thing. But, yeah. but before we do, I just realized that we're, we're, we're doing all this drum talk right now. Didn't even mention the fact that you were in fucking Modern Drummer Magazine. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, man. man. Congrats, what? dude. That's insane, <laughs> dude. Man. That's was, amazing. Yeah, no, it was... Uh, that was a wild one. Because that's one of those that, like, we think's cool. I think it's really cool. But unless you're really a musician, you might not really care. Well, which is fine, but like as a musician, it never made me more proud as a musician. Mm -hmm. Like that was something that was like, oh man, this is really cool. Our manager emailed me and Isaac, I mean, that was a while ago now. And he was like, hey, I need you guys to write up a little short blurb about the recording process on the drums for a magazine. Because we had two different, we had two drummers basically on the record, Austin doing most of it. But Isaac, our lead singer and songwriter, Very is also drummer. a super talented yeah. drummer. Oh, okay. That's how he started. So he played drums on certain parts too. It was a very Proceed. collaborative process. So either way, our manager emailed us that, and I was like, cool, all right, whatever. And then Isaac emailed back, like, what magazine? And Kurt, our manager, Kurt, goes, Modern Drummer. And then immediately I got a t text from Isaac. It was like, dude. dude. <laughs> and he was like, we cannot screw this up. Like, <laughs> like let's nail this right up. Because it was definitely like, a, I'm going to submit it. Like, I think it will get printed, but we don't know type of thing. So we both submitted it, not knowing what would happen. And then like ooh, four or five months went by and then our manager sent us an, a link and he's like, by the way, your articles printed. And I was, me and Isaac were just like, what? <laughs> like, that's the craziest thing. Can I, can I just like, I'm not kissing, but I'm not surprised. I'm honestly not, dude. I mean, you deserve to be in that shit. Oh, dude. well, like that's, thank you, Valor. you know, I, I don't know. I think, I think you're fucking amazing, dude. You're a great drummer. I've actually seen you grow so much through these past years that I've known you. Where it's like, you know, I'm, you're just, you're incredible, man. So you deserve oh, man. Dude, I like this. This is another new segment that we're <laughs> yeah. Last week it was you gargling Reverb's balls. And today it's <laughs> no, Austin. it's Austin's balls. It's whose balls do I want to suck? <laughs> hey, man. No, I'll but I'm, I'm proud of you, man. Cheers. I'll That's take that. Awesome, you deserve it. No, Thanks, I mean, dude. I read it. I'm not a drummer and I still read that damn yeah. magazine. That was awesome, dude. No, it was cool. cool. It's one of those. And then it's also like, it, it was one of those chances that I got, they, they specifically asked, they're like, write about the process and then list your gear. And it's like, no one ever asked me what my gear is. Like, no one gives a shit. So like knowing that I was get, I got to list out my snare and my cymbals and my kit and like in all my, my triggers and my pad, I felt awesome. Like mm -hmm. it felt like, again, no one might care to read that and like be like, oh, that's the snare. But they had to read it. Someone what read was the that. snare? What's the, what's the snare? It's the Mapex Black Panther we were talking about earlier yeah, outside. Baby. It's a great snare. Very reliable. I've had it for 10 years at this point. 
Same DW drum kit that I've been playing since 2005, I think. 22, 13, 16? 20, 24. Oh, 24. 24 kit, 24 by 20, 16 floor, 13 rack, yeah. and then my snare is 14 by 6.5. I didn't realize that was 24. That's a beefy kick drum. It's, it's a beefy huge. kick drum. And it's, it's funny. It's one of those that when I got that drum kit, it was my senior, it was my graduation present for my parents. Well, half of it, because it was not a cheap drum set. That's awesome. And my mom and dad were like, you know, we'll go in and have, like, whatever you want. Like, what do you want? And I was like, I want a DW custom built, my specifications drum kit. And we looked it up, $4,000. <laughs> swear to God. And my mom's like, mm, like, no. And I was like, okay, how about I put in half of my own money, which isn't a lot when you're a high schooler put in half and we and we do it and my mom's like yeah but what about like just a guitar or something <laughs> else like mom if we buy this drum kit i will never need another drum kit and then as the years have gone on i've been like it's not hip anymore to have a dw they still or, sound great they still they sound, sound great so and those good. sizes are not hip mm -hmm. currently but it's one of those like i still think it sounds amazing why would i change what i like because yeah. it's not hip mm -hmm. and now dw's coming back hell yeah around. and this this tour past tours we had a couple backline drum kits and they were dw's and every time i'm like i just waited it out i waited 10 years yeah. for it to come full circle that's how everything works man yeah and now back. it's yeah. cool as hell to have a 24 inch that's why our around. rap rock band is stuck together this long <laughs> hang in there back. guys we yeah. know it but yeah, it's a great drum kit. Yeah. Speaking of coming back around, <laughs> yeah. David. What? Oh, my hey, least favorite what thing. What do you hate? I hate stickers on guitars, but the, listen oh. to episode sticks, and we can you can hear all about it. So let's move on. You son of a bitch. Let's move on. For a long time, listeners, you know that we had a deep, uh, I don't know if you'd call it an argument about this. No. It was a heated discussion. It was a discussion. I haven't actually put any stickers on any guitars. I just was thinking about it, and you got real angry with me about like, it. Like, put my foot <laughs> down angry, which I don't get very <laughs> He put his foot down. What was the sticker? What do you... Well, it doesn't I, matter. I, it, was more, it was more of a philosophical <laughs> discussion, but because I... I just feel like for if it's a guitar that I know I'm never going to get rid of, why not put uh, whatever right, I want right. on there? That's do whatever right. I want to do. Mark it up. But from the vintage purist aspect of things, I get why you might not want to mark something like that up. And that's sure. the angle. It's like a, like a tattoo. Here. Here's the thing, though. I've, I've gotten tattoos in my body, and I'm still too scared to put a sticker on my guitar. Yeah, like, insane. Because exactly. you're a smart, sane man. <laughs> and you don't waste time. You play music to play music. You don't you don't go out there to like look flashy and look pretty. I mean, that's Oh, bull fucking shit. <laughs> Every goddamn person who ever gets on stage wants to look cool. That's true. That is bullshit. True. I was watching the Oasis doc, and he put a uh, sticker up. But he put an Oasis sticker on his oh, pick card. Oh, that's cool. On his pick card, dude. <laughs> Swear to God, man. Oh, that's, that's actually that's cool. I fucking I really don't like Oasis, but that makes me like Oasis yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that's bad. That's pretty yeah. funny. We can actually. talk about them on another. Episode. I used to I used to have a white like my first sort of like nice guitar when I was in high school. I had a white Epiphone Les Paul custom. Oh yeah, and I used to joke about like you remember those um, those mall kiosks where you could get like a t shirt airbrushed and it would be like, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, like Sweet Baby Girl or yeah. whatever. Oh, yeah. I wanted to get that guitar mall airbrushed with my face <laughs> Whoa. see now like that head, that's I'm, cool I'm, I'm cool with that man yeah. that's not a sticker dude i'm yeah. into that that's not a sticker no dude. that's that's not lazy you just anybody can put a sticker on it you would have to go to the mall with yeah. your guitar yeah. <laughs> and then tell them what you want and then you'd probably have to put some kind of sealant down yeah. i would assume because oh yeah that's smear gonna, everywhere yeah, it's smear right <laughs> off of that just a melt, melted henry face it's got three We're coats of clear coat on it <laughs> 
Oh man, I'm glad I, I haven't thought about that, that that idea in years. I gotta oh, I gotta dude. resurrect that. I need you to white guitar now. We might have to like Photoshop that or have somebody draw your face on the back of a white. I have I just found a picture of that guitar recently, and before I sold it, I had put a set of active EMG eighty one eighty five, so I can play the metal on there. Nice. <laughs> Gotta have it was it was pretty ugly. <laughs> Pretty ugly. All right. Well, we, I think we got through two pedals. Okay. Of your pedal board. <laughs> <laughs> so you got, so we, you got the uh, TU3. Moving right along. We got the new the new Boss Tuner. That's right. TU3. You got the Route 66 fly. <laughs> yeah, let's start model. over. <laughs> yeah, let's start <laughs> yeah. over. I forgot so, what we were yeah. in. Yeah. Pedal train board. Uh, now, I am excited to tell you about my next one because yeah, it's kind of a dope. newer purchase. It's the JHS Crayon pedal. Yeah. And almost... Every track on the Henry record we recorded with the JHS, uh, I believe it's called the uh, Crayola Box. Yep. Mm-hmm. We were talking about We were just talking about this. In, it's like the Neve. It's like pedal. it's like jacking into a Neve console. Mm-hmm. And this is just the smaller version of that because, honestly, the uh, the Crayola Box, is it, it's quite a bit more pricey, has an XLR output. Yep. There's just no reason for that to be on my pedal board. So this is the slimmed down version of it, and I love the hell out of this thing. You can it's super, you know, fuzzed out, like you're just blowing out the board, or you can dial back that fuzz and just put a little bit of grit, you know, on your, you know, so you're just getting a little top end grit, and it sounds awesome. So is that I was listening to on I don't know why. Yeah, there is like some uh, like sort of fuzzed out, yes. really sharp leads. That's is the that? that's out of the uh, Crayola box. That is okay. And actually, we ended up. That we uh, just borrowed a friend of ours, Crayola Box, and I'll talk about another pedal here in a second. That is almost on every song, and we ended up running bass through it. Yep. All of our guitars. Acoustic almost. guitar sounds great through that too. Uh, I, I'm not. I've even, seen people track drums through those. Oh, wow. they do. Yeah, they, it's a Neve. It's a, it's like a 1073. It's it's such an amazing pedal, and they make a rack version of it yep. too. Uh, I can't remember the the number. It's, 5, in, it's like the, it's in the 500 series yes. rack units. Yeah, super awesome. So basically, this. Uh, crayon version is just the slim down version and I use that on I don't know why specifically on the Henry song and a couple other ones a song called almost that's just a fuzzed out song because it you know it has that fuzzy breakup but it still keeps it pretty tight without it like getting loose sounding you know you can still get definition out of it um, but then I run that out of and this is a relatively new one it's the electro harmonix canyon pedal and we use that canyon on almost every song also is it a reverb pedal? It's a it's a del- it's a, a, delay? a delay pedal, okay. but it has several different you know like twelve different delays on it, and there's one in particular that I have grown just to start using on everything called the Shimmer, which you know puts this gorgeous octave like high octaves sound on the repeats. Uh, yeah, I love it. The only problem with this pedal is uh, that that effect that I use the most. If you knock knock it one over, it turns into like the multi mode. Where <laughs> like it just, the worst pedal? Yes. Yeah. It just, where it just like keeps stuttering until you finally turn it off. So the, uh, actually when we played Lincoln Hall in Chicago, your previous guest Dan Liu said, dude, whatever you did on that solo was incredible. And I was like, yeah, I accidentally hit the wrong button. And it just played like a stuttered solo wow. for 20 seconds. Well, Someone liked go. it, though. Yeah, so, yeah, say, it does sound cool. you got to start doing that now. Yeah, the, it's, I don't know if it's intuitive, the, the placement of the, the, the mode knob. But we love that pedal. And they recently put out the Grand Canyon, which has the built-in tap tempo. And it's like a dual pedal, which yep. is super cool. Then I go into my electro harmonics um, pitch pitchfork. Yeah, where love that pedal. If you don't like chorus pedals, there's a the detune mode on this. Oh, right. Sounds like a gnarly chorus, yeah. and I love it because I'm not a chorus pedal guy either. But this has just the right amount of it that it doesn't like. It doesn't sound like a chorus pedal, but it's getting that same vibe. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love it. 
uh, then I'm running. What is, so is that what you're using that for then? Is the, Mostly that? that. And then I do switch over on a couple songs and I do the um, one octave up feature on it. And then it obviously has a lot of uh, different tunings and, um, you know, you can add thirds and fourths, fifths, whatever. On it's it. a lot like a whammy, but without the treadle. Yeah. And uh, I, it's a great, great pedal as well. Um, TC Electronic. What is that? The Hall of, Hall Fame, of Fame reverb. Also on bread, uh, not listening to this podcast. Wiki's board. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Yeah. And I've got it. I've got that completely taped down just for one setting. I use it on a couple of different songs, and it's super, super wet. And it's on the, the like the <laughs> modulation. Yeah. Like <laughs> and then I've got a uh, full tone boost, and then a tremolo pedal. Oh, is that the which is that the which full, full tone? Couldn't even that? tell you. Yeah. That was one that was found in um, a house a few years back, and someone just handed it to me, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll throw that on my board. Oh, I need a boost pedal." Cool. And then that tuna melt. You've got the that little Dan Electro. <laughs> that, that was like the first pedal you ever got. It, honest, I got that like when I was in high school, and it's still one of the best. It's a super cheap at the time. I don't even know they make them anymore. It's a great little tremolo yeah. pedal, and it's held up longer well, they, than any of my other Yeah, pedals. I was going to say, I'm surprised it just still yeah, works. Yeah, all of those circuits are actually, for the most part, really cool. The thing is that like they were made super poorly, so they mm. almost all have fallen apart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's well, like they a made that whole bowl. like food line. It was yep. like cheese, grilled yeah, the, cheese. French toast. <laughs> yeah, French toast. <laughs> the hamburger. Yeah, tuna yeah. Extra butter. They did have a pastrami one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was the overdrive, <laughs> the I believe. Pastrami overdrive. Yeah. <laughs> pastrami so, over and then and so I've, is that the is the trim the last trim's last signal? Signal and then you chain. run into his hair gel. and then i've got a, a thing of hair gel <laughs> american crew hair gel on duct tape down on my pedal board that's holding guitar picks oh that's cool so is that uh, some eye drops and i've got eye drops on there because i have a tendency to get really red emotional. eyes <laughs> i get emotional <laughs> on stage so i put eye drops in and then you also it's kind of we gotta we we use shaker alex uses it and then we also like for acoustic sets and it's a great spot to keep it it's velcro down to his yeah i strapped uh, velcro all over so my yeah, shaker next to the j crew uh pick holder that's a, a cool it's a really yeah. good that's a good uh, yeah it's right nice there. it's it's one of those that like in like when we do radio shows and i need a shaker like that's where it's right kept there. like we know where it is that's super cool. yeah i took yeah. a i might steal a that idea it's a good shell, tip, yeah eggshell shaker and i wrapped up velcro around it so you know i'm shaking during a, a, a verse and then i can just drop it on my pedal board and it'll stick it's what you need to do is you need to velcro <clears throat> the side of your amp and then just stick a whole cajon right <laughs> yeah. on there and then you've always got your backup cajon whenever you need it just so i can pull it off and break it every show <laughs> if i could that burn be, those all yeah, down yeah. that was the quote we of the stick day, it up there just so i can pull it off and catch it light it on fire burn them all do a burn, little seance. Burn all the cajones. We talked about your whole pedal board. We didn't talk about what you're plugging into it or where it's going. Uh, my guitar right now, my 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 main man is my uh, Reverend Buckshot mm. guitar. Uh, it's got the, I think they call it the Revtron pickup in the the bridge, which is kind of like, I don't know, it's their it, their version of like a telly, basically. You can get some real clean tones with it. I love Reverend Guitars. Isn't that the one? I thought you had the triple P90. I had a triple P90. That was the slingshot. Did you, you and sold I that just one? sold it. Oh, actually. congratulations. Yeah, it was it was kind it was of a, a bummer. I remember when you bought that. We were in Kansas City. You were shopping for a new guitar because you didn't really have your own guitar. Other than I that. had a Dan Electro. Yeah, well, Dan yeah. Electro was my first guitar. Cool. For, yeah, but <laughs> that was a goofy ass Came with guitar. the pedal. <laughs> no, the, he literally bought the pedal shortly after, and I think he only bought it because it was also a Dan Electro. Dan Electro, sponsored by like, Dan well, Electro. <laughs> I, guess we're, I guess this is our look now. Yeah. <laughs> it's we're a Dan, Dan Electro band. I guess greasing yeah. my hair back. Yeah. Yeah. Some white pants. Immediately, I was like, well, I guess, we're, I guess we're not a rock band. Okay, we're going to Rock, it was all Dan yeah. Electro, and we were playing Sugar Ray covers. Yeah, in the eighth it was like, well, here's our vibe. You just want to fly, 
And then I remember because then like Alex would use our dad's guitar, like our dad's a guitarist. So we had he always had like strats and telecasters laying around. Yeah, he has a classic uh, Gibson um, Les Paul from the God. I can't remember what year. It's it's an old school and it's, classic, it's gorgeous. Uh, ways of time. Ways man, of time. Awesome. You should have this information for us. I yeah, know. I, I really know. should. Well, it's very, it's got a. We'll uh, we'll edit that in. It's got later. the cigarette burns up by the fretboard because he, oh, he would smoke. Stick, oh, yeah, stick the cigarette up on the. In I bet the that thing's street so cool. thick. It's, but none of that matters because he also had a Santana SE. Oh, the, the Paul Reed Smith. Paul Reed Smith. Oh, and that's yeah. what I played the most during high school was that bad boy. Shout out yeah. to Dan Liu again. Yeah. Right? And then I remember, and then it was your high school graduation. Dad wanted to get Alex a guitar. And he even came to me for input. And I was like, I don't know. Just get him away from that Dan Electro. <laughs> and I should have had more input. Like, I love these guitars. But uh, our dad gave him a bright red Music Man. Uh, Ernie Ball Music Ernie Man. Ernie Ball Music yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah. Which sound great. But like. That's just not like, I mean, look wise, it doesn't look like a rock star. Yeah. Like, cause that was a time where noise of him was kind of getting going. Like, like we just can't quite pull this off yet. Well, that wasn't even my biggest problem with it. It, it, it played real well. It sounded cool. But um, it had the what was it, the Floyd Rose tuner, tuning oh, yeah. locking yeah. system a locking mm-hmm. where you have to like tune it on both ends of the guitar, yep. cut off Micro-tune the tips on it. Micro tune it. It was a fucking nightmare. Yeah, can we just practical. play already? Yeah. yeah. Like, so dad ended up taking that one back. Yeah. I, I but give then it back. that led, was sweet though. Was that led thing. to Alex then finally, finally being like, I'm going to get my own guitar, a real guitar and pick it out. And we hunted for a long time. Oh yeah. I, you know, I wanted a Fender Thin Line. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had which, one of those. Yeah. Austin, I, I wanted a Gibson SG. Austin, <laughs> of all, Austin has the nicest drum set in our band and he also has the nicest guitar in our I was band. Say, don't you have an SG? Yeah. I do. Austin I a, between a the two, yeah. I have a Gibson standard SG. Yeah. The, it really was a cool, cool like 1400, I think. Yeah. <laughs> that sets terrible, in the basement. Again. Yeah. yeah. Blowing us out of the water. Over <laughs> yeah. Here. I love it. But Alex, I remember we were in Kansas City. We went to this like tiny little boutique music store in the middle of nowhere. We weren't even planning on looking for guitars. Ozark Mountain Music Shop. I yeah, think. and that was the first time we'd seen Reverend, and they had like two well, or three. Actually, I'd seen a, another band. We The Noise FM oh, yeah. opened up for a band in Kansas City, and they, we used to play. For some reason, we played a lot of Christian rock venues, just because that's what you do. And uh, there was this one band that played a Reverend, and I remember it was a, like um, a green body with an anodized gold pickup oh, or, sweet. you know, a, a pickguard. Pickguard. And I remember thinking, like, this is the coolest looking guitar I've ever seen. And it was a Reverend. I asked him about it afterwards. And then I ended up at this other shop buying my own Reverend with the uh, the slingshot with three P90s in it. Yeah. And it sounded cool. P90s are not my thing. This, After that guitar, I was like, this, it's not for yeah, me. Yeah, you love them or hate them sometimes. And I'm running so many pedals that P90s just pick up too much noise, yep. and it's just not practical <clears throat> on stage yep. for me anyway. I think a lot of people have that problem with Jazzmasters, too. You know? Oh, well, yeah, totally. Me with my SG. My SG is, has P90s. Oh, that's right. And that was my stage guitar for a long time, so eventually I swapped the bridge pickup with the stacked nice. P90. So it's a humbucker yep, yep. P90 shape. Mm. You know, I love the way it sounded. I love the way it played, but just it just wasn't practical on stage but that brings me back to something i did see really cool when we were on this last tour um the bass player in a band called the warbly jets we were on tour with i was looking at his pedal board one night because he runs a lot of overdrives he has this just super yeah, gnarly crunchy we were bass talking tone. about his bass tone. yeah he had a really good bass we were actually yeah. wondering how much was backing track and how much was live yeah all, all the, the all bass, the bass tones were him i thought yeah, it was okay. yeah it just seemed like it was so in the mix yeah because he's yeah, also running um he, he's running some sub octave stuff cool. I, either way though he he has multiple distortions and a fuzz, but then in the middle of his in the middle of his pedal chain, he's running a noise suppressor. 
that's cutting off all that. You know, obviously you're going to lose a little bit of those sustained notes. Yeah. But when you're that overdriven and fuzzed out, it's just you're tall. not paying attention to that anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. So he basically, you know, has all of his heavy distortion cut off by a noise chain before he does any modulation, cut off by a noise suppressor before any modulation stuff. So the, the shape's still there. Yeah, so I thought that was super cool. So I was thinking, you know, like if I if I kept my P90 and was running overdrive pedals, I would throw a noise suppressor after my overdrive pedals before I go to like the reverb delay and stuff. I'd love to try that out. I've not personally done it, yeah. but it was cool to see someone else doing that and it kind of was like, oh, crap. Right. I never even thought about that idea of cutting down all that unwanted noise. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's that's kind of the the thing with pedals, right? You can get too many going, and then if you can't, you know, file that that wave file down, I mean, it's not gonna. It's gonna sound. <laughs> Did you say you can't file? Yeah, that? I don't know why I came out like that. File the wave file. I know what you meant. I was going somewhere with it, like file the wave shape. I was like, is everyone just gonna take that seriously? No, 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 no. You said I was gonna like, oh, no, I, I was like staring. I thought I was being poetic. Yeah. I was staring directly in your eyes when you said it. I know. Like, yeah, I, dude, I said it with like. Alex got a little erect when you yeah. yeah, like, File it down. This podcast is not Full brought tour. to you by Mezcal today. <laughs> uh, so what amp are you running all this? Uh, my into? preference right now is um, an orange dual tear head into a THD 212 cabinet. Cool. Um, but we've been in a weird position lately where, humble brag, we've <laughs> had a lot of backline provided us whenever we go somewhere. So we're, we've been using a lot of Fender amps, you know, twin reverb, whatever. It's not That's not my preference. It's just, it's too clean for what I want. I want something that breaks up much sooner. That's why I like my orange amp. That said, Isaac, our lead singer, when you know we were able to use our own amps, he uses that role in jazz chorus that I've actually hit up about that. He he uses one. And There's I saw you've got on one the in the other room. The wall, yeah. right? On the other side of the wall. And I never thought so I would close. love like a solid state amp like that, especially one that's so heavy on that chorus sound. And clean. So incredibly pristine. It sounds so good. That amp sounds really Dude, good. Dude, we were putting that thing through the test a couple weeks yeah. ago, and that was... I mean, and like when when Isaac's playing on stage, he doesn't go past like two mm-hmm. on the volume. It's so damn loud. Mm-hmm. We just saw Fox Warren. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Andy Schaff, the singer-guitar player dude, was playing the uh, JC40, the single... Wow, nice. Oh, nice. I couldn't see anything. Yeah, yeah I couldn't tell what amps they were using. Stage, you know, so. I, went, I actually went and saw them again the next night at West Fest. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's uh, right. And, and it actually sounded way better than the bottle uh, did, surprisingly. Yeah, no, but it was also our shout-out Joe Darnaby. Maybe you're listening behind yeah, the board good. mixing. He's so, a good uh, mixer, yeah. That's cool yeah. that Joe got to mix them. Yeah. yeah. They have they were touring with the dude, too. I think he might have just been sort of sitting with him. But yeah, yeah. it was his gig. You know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hmm. Well, I want to say one thing. I had a lot of stuff to talk we about. We had a... I mean, this is a packed episode. episode. And we're already, like, so long, and there's no <laughs> chance we're going to get to this any This is going to be, like, stuff. a four-part episode. But I've got to say that, like, I think this it's even better this way. Fuck my outline. Like, who, need, who wants to talk about corrections and listener questions? No. We had that some grade-A real content. <laughs> I want to hear that. Stories. We love stories. How about you You name some of your topics, and if we want, <laughs> if we think it's worthy of chiming in, we'll we'll chime in. We'll say uh, stop. Yeah, yeah, stop. I'll answer you. You guys want to talk about some vocal exercises? <laughs> <laughs> no, next. I do. This, this, it's it, called that, whiskey. I promise yeah. you, we will talk about that next episode because it's super interesting. My name is Boo <laughs> Yeah, we okay. We, we, we skipped. We 
skip Dave's docs. Don't need to get into no, that. No, we're good on that. We can uh, hit that next week. We skipped Riff Library. That's my new feature where I talk about music books. Uh, band Buds. <laughs> oh, I'll throw this one over to you guys. Band, bud. band Buds. That's one of our favorite favorite things. I'm That's, into this. You, you, why don't you just guys name a band that you're buds with that you think maybe people should check out? Oh, oh man. Yeah. This, I love this idea. That's uh, one of our recurring segments. That's just a great idea. I love. You don't have to just pick one. Yeah. I mean, you can Do you have a theme one. song for Band Buds? No, we don't have a theme song for anything. We need a soundboard for we just, a lot of yeah. stuff. Dude, fuck the soundboard. Bro, I will, I'm telling you, I will you, put a sticker sweet. on your jazz bass before we will oh, have a soundboard. How dare you? Right. You not touch my jazz bass. Uh, 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 band buds. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. Buds. We could write it together. But, no, but a soundboard band would be like, we'd be sitting here, 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 no, the whole time. I'm not doing the, the I can the edit fog. whatever we want into the show. In fact, I've I've experimented a couple times with just throwing like T-Pain auto-tune to see what it sounds like. It's not really cool. It just takes too long, dude. We're doing our uh, when we first started the by grab Dar's hammer what a podcast our galaxy quest podcast we would record it with austin's spdx sitting next to us and Sorry. on every pad we had a different sample mostly of tim allen doing like yeah. oh. <laughs> every time or, you mention him or something uh-huh, yeah and but, it, it, got, it got out of hand too quickly yeah. that we had well, to do it. would be like Mezcal would get involved. Yeah. And the next sure. thing you know, he's like, uh, 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 uh. just start jamming. Yeah. 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 We just start beatboxing on it. Uh, band buds, though. Band yeah. Awesome. You, you, start it on, or, or, I you guess. get one each. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we, hate, we don't have any but bands, we've but talked about hembry we've talked about yeah. can't mention hembry kickback we've talked about camp <laughs> okay. dogs i was gonna say yeah uh, i'm trying to think of who else well let me do a quick little given. shout out to uh, i'm gonna you just told me one band a piece <laughs> and i'm gonna say just the two bands that we went on tour with with yeah. hembry uh we became super good friends with a band called blocks from the uk and warbly jets based out of la and it was one of those you never know when you're going on tour in our case you know you're basically thrown on the road with unknowns you don't know how it's gonna go and by the end of the tour we were we love these people they were like family and they both are just happen to make very different but very cool music so that's warbly jets and blocks my question to you austin was one of those bands going to be one of the bands yeah, that you show so we just yeah. took both fucking bands with i mean I've, I've got a i've got so a, austin what do you have for i've us? got a library of band hoods but that was my immediate they reaction were at the top was, of yeah, the yeah. checkout list well no because it is i mean when you tour with a band you get to know them very well as people and then it's one of those that no matter their sound whether that's your thing or not by the end of a tour you're you're into their sound like totally. you you know the songs you realize is like damn these guys are good or this song is good it's, my, it's not something i normally listen to but like it's great and i'm not saying that's the case with warbly jets and blocks because their sound is very similar to what we normally listen to but by the end of this tour you're like you're jazzed to watch them play and you've seen them you know 25 times mm-hmm. and you play they play and you're like you know the lyrics by that point and you're like this is great so yeah i would say but that's not my answer, but that's a great answer. No, that's cool because it could have gone the other way, right? You could have been like, oh, these guys seem pretty cool at first. Exactly, and then by the end, yeah. you're like, that's oh, totally my God. true. So oh, yeah. If I have to hear that song again, I'm yeah. going to kill myself. But yeah, like by the end of the tour, it was it was very sad to like part ways and, and know that I'm not going to like see them get to play again tomorrow night. Yeah. But hopefully in the future, we'll play again together. Uh, band bets. This is a great, great, great topic. I will, before I give an answer, I will say that a lot of most of our friends that we've made in life <laughs> anywhere has been become through music mm-hmm. and whether they've either been in a band or just a musician or we play together and it's wild the community that you can build via music and bands and and people knowing how fucking shitty it is to be in a band but how much fun and, the, and that bond that you can make with a band that again genre aside 
you have so much in common with them immediately and you just have this bond that you can't have with, you know, with other someone else that's, that does has that hasn't been through that experience. Dude, yeah, present company included. I mean, I know oh, all for of sure. you guys yeah. are playing music. Exactly. In fact, in my move, I was going through all my stuff. I've got posters up the butt. I found a flyer from a Volcanoes Noise FM show, mm-hmm. and I believe that would have been the first time. Yeah, we kitchen for sure. What? No, this one was at. Uh, Just uh, name the Whistler. <laughs> yes. Oh, the Whistler. Oh. oh my god! I know. Oh my god! Yeah, on that tiny little stage. Oh man, uh, I forgot. I know about we that. we played together several times. I believe yeah. Sub T as well. But yeah, um, yeah, I found that one. It was like some Valentine's Day show. But yeah, yeah, and you guys were giving doling out some compliments earlier. I do want to say. You're one of my favorite guitar players. Aww. You have amazing tone. And Veller, you are definitely one of my favorite bass oh, players. Oh, thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. And we, I know we, uh, Veller, I don't know if this will make it to air or not, but um, <laughs> a couple years ago, Veller, for a couple months, you were coming over at least yeah. once, twice a week, and we were jamming out, and I still have a Google Drive's worth of I still have demos. access to it, yeah. I think. Yeah, and yeah. we had some killer Dude, ideas, We man. had nights where I, we'd come and write like three songs, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, well, we had two beers and three songs. Like, oh, well, yeah. let's call it a night, man. Yeah, so Great. those are still sitting there just waiting for someone to pick up the, the torch. Dude, just and give me the call, those. man. All right. <laughs> I'll be around, buddy. Now you guys are closer in the neighborhood. Yeah, I, I can't too, wait so. to check that out. We got the rehearsal studio and everything. Henry can engineer the thing and add in some guitars. Yeah, great, I mean, it's not like Alex and Austin couldn't do it themselves. They've, they've well, they're the going to be busy. <laughs> 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 busy. Yeah, what the fuck do I have going on? Just get in, Let's be real. Get in the corner. Just get in the corner and mix. <laughs> get, get in your mix. Get in your mix. <laughs> get in your mix. Uh, my band shout. Yeah, band bump. Oh, band so bump. I'm really glad that uh, we're taking a real long time to answer this question. No, I think it's great. It's no, like we, it's funny because we were having this conversation the other day with some of the other bands we're on tour with. And just like, like that is a such a unique experience that a lot of people don't get to go through. And like the friends that you can make that live all across the country that you know through music, it's a wild experience. But the one I'm going to mention, yes, because I want to mention a current band. I'm going to go with a band called Shy Boys. Out of Kansas City, Kansas. Shy Boys? Shy Boys. Okay. Good name. Yeah. I like that. They're good Not both. like Shy Town Boys. Yeah, no. no. Sh- yeah, Sh- It's a great name, though, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's really great. Name. Name. Yeah. And they, they're doing very well. They don't need my my audio bump to Brad, who's listening right now. <laughs> but, <laughs> what up, Brad? What's up, Brad? Hey, Brad what's going what's on, Sweden? Holla. The, room they're doing, <laughs> they've been around for a while. They were previously a band called the ACBs. That, Some of them were in ACBs. Yeah, so. or like, yeah. One or two of them were in a band called ACBs, out of, also out of Kansas City. That back in the day, that was our me and Alex's obsession. They they were also like our best buds, but they were they were, they were that band that you go see them and you're like, I know these guys, but they are also like probably the best band that I know right now. It's one of those you're t- you're watching this band, and you're like, how are they not famous? Like how yeah. is this not packed right now? Right. This band and either they they were around for a while and they kind of they all got busy, which happens. And then a couple of them started the new band called Shy Boys. They kind of lingered and they would play here and there in Kansas City. And then recently they signed to Polyvinyl like a year ago now. A year or so ago. Champagne, Illinois' finest. Yeah. Yeah. And then since then, they are now definitely getting way more exposure than they've ever had. And it's great. And they're doing great. And I just want to sweet support them even more because they're, they're dudes that have been doing this way longer than I think we have. And like they stuck with it. At least the couple of them that were in the previous band but all of them have been around doing it forever and they've stuck with it long enough that they're finally seeing cool awesome things happen for them and it makes you happy makes that's you really good. cool man because like, they're good they're yeah, good check them out yeah, yeah they're it's real like kind of mellow they're good best description i heard was like beach boy like indie pop beach boys yeah, okay. but beach like boys on robotessen yes Ooh, yeah. like their description it's is. like stoner beach boys Ooh. like in the best way it's oh, like really is, chill way up my alley yeah 
it's good. It's a good listen. Their album is really, really good. They, they polyvinyl put out. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Sweet. Well, that was a successful band buds. Band buds. All right. <clears throat> I'm going to limit this because I've got to edit this shit. We've got one more, <laughs> one, one more thing as I punch my microphone that I did want to talk about. However briefly it may be. So obviously we've talked about the fact that you two are, are brothers. You're, you're band bros. Band bros. So it got me to thinking about, and actually this is a conversation you and I, Dave have had before about this idea of like musical brothers and what that means and what that's like. Yeah. You can expound on that if you want. I'm not going to, what I'm going to do is just <laughs> sit, is ask. And maybe you need to think about it for a second while I say mine present company excluded. Who's your favorite band bros? Siblings, we could say, right? Band, oh, yes, sure. Siblings. Should we say? Yeah, yeah, we could say Sibs. I know, I know mine. Sibs. So another band that another has, band that's not you. Yeah, has that siblings. has siblings. And I, I will mean, start. I know, know Alex's. <laughs> I'll start with mine, and one of them is named Alex, and that is Van Halen. Nice. Yeah, that's a good one. Dang. Because boy, I I had the benefit of actually thinking about this before we're talking about it right now. Mm-hmm. So I got to go through all the shitty ones, like you know, I don't know, Hanson or what was the other one you said? Kings, Kings of Leon. Leon. Not that they're shitty, but that was just like kind of the national. But then I was thinking about it and like Van Halen. They've got they've got it. Oh no, mm-hmm. no, no, no. There, there's actually a tie for me. Van Halen and Pantera Ooh, are my dang. two favorite okay. brother. Bands with brothers. Bands of brothers. Band of brothers. Band of brothers. Uh, Let me also add a couple while before maybe I'll steal yours. Maybe not. There are two. Those are metal ish. My two favorite that are in the electronic world. Boards of Canada. Ooh, or two brothers. Okay, I've never heard of boards. Okay. We've got oh, some. Okay. We've got some. Cool, cool, cool. We've got a bottle and of mezcal in the stereo. That's right. I've yeah, and, and the knife. The, <laughs> oh, but that's wait, a brother. I thought you meant, and we also <laughs> had <laughs> the knife. knife. It's like a and bottle of mezcal like, and a knife. Yeah. It's a like, bad combination. Whoa. Shit's where's, getting bloody around here tonight. We're, we're going midsummer style. Where's the bear? All right, the knife. Yeah, I know that. So I gave you a little time to think about it. You've got yours. You've got yours on. I've got mine. Go right. ahead, guys. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, real Fox quick on Kings of, <laughs> Kings of Leon. That's not going to be one that I was going to name, but that, that is a good one. And um, we were in the van with Hembry, and it's wild to see uh, perspectives on the band Kings of Leon, a very yeah. divisive band. People oh, yeah. are very, like, it's very pro or anti. Yeah. I feel and, that way about, like, within that band. Like, some of the yes. stuff I love and some of it I hate. Yes. yes. I like so, the early stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, true, oh, true. true. I, so, I like the early I, stuff. I, I yeah. love the album the um, with one? You, Somebody, and Sex on Fire. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. I love Sex on Fire, but the album before that is... My, my probably my favorite Kings of Leon because I, of the times because of the times is I couldn't remember if it was only yeah. by the night or because is that of the, the one times. that starts with Charmer yeah or it starts or, with um, Charmer's like uh, song two or Mc, something Mc something yeah, yeah that's the real slow burn yeah McFearless yeah that that's the that's the it best also has on call that's a and album. it starts with the she's gonna call. have my baby anyway and then right yeah because then Charmer's like three yeah but I played Charmer dude that that I'm sorry that that the way that they gate the reverb on those screams is yeah. fucking crazy yeah. in that song. And I they love do, that. They gate the reverb on on call also, mm-hmm. and yep. I that's what brought it up in the van. I was like, hey, you guys want to hear a really cool production te- technique? I love how when he goes, when he you know gets aggressive with his vocal, it's got reverb, but then it gates off yep. real quick. And I was like, dude, this is such a cool little production trick. But then I played the rest of the Hembry guys' Charmer, 
and they hated it. No way. And I was really? like, I get it. The first time I heard it, the first time I heard it, I didn't like it either. Oof. Yes. And then I saw him play it live and I'm like, dude, yeah. this song. They closed with crushed. it a couple yeah. times. So My favorite brother band is a little band out of, um, just outside of Atlanta, Georgia called Collective Soul. Oh, oh Dean Rolland on the rhythm guitar, Ed Rolland. We should have known, man. We actually set you guys up to, we wanted one of you guys to say That's that. funny. I noticed them as I was doing my research and I didn't even add it to my list. Oh, it's, it's funny. <laughs> not many people would. <laughs> not many people I think not would. a lot of people know that's actually one of you. I think both you guys' favorite uh, band yeah. ever in life. Or, uh, <laughs> Alex's Alex favorite sure. is in, favorite is in, they're the reason I did start playing guitar. I heard uh, The World I Know. Rock, that, that rocker track. That, that <laughs> rock track. Actually, I did. I heard Shine first, and then I was like, dude, this song's cool. And then I heard The World I Know on the radio, and I thought it was Brian Adams. So for, I kept buying Brian Adams records when I, was in, when I was in grade school. Before you could look things up, yeah, right? Yeah, I had my mom and dad order the best of Brian Adams. Like, and Dad's like, oh, man, Alex hilarious. really yeah. likes Brian. <laughs> the Columbia House do all it, of his albums. You know, and yeah. it, to be fair, there's a lot of great songs oh. on it, but it didn't have The World I Know by Collective Soul on it. <laughs> That's and so then, weird. And then my dad was a member of one of those weird CD clubs where you get 11 CDs. Columbia House, bro. Yeah. Columbia House, oh yeah. BMG he was, he was a, 13 yeah, for one penny. And uh, <laughs> yeah. so he tried canceling one time, so then they send the response back, well, if you're going to cancel, how, how about, about 20 CDs yeah, they for the price you. of yeah, one? Great. So in that wild mix of CDs, I was listening through them all, because Dad would order just like random stuff just to to, to, to meet the goal, including like Green Day Duke or whatever. And then I came across Collective Soul and it had the world I know on And I was like, this is... So you heard it by almost band. by accident. Almost by again. accident. Wow. And that was like in third, fourth, fifth grade, whenever that was. And that's why I started playing guitar. Yeah. And that's the, those were all the first songs that we learned how to play was like December, uh, Gel, Where the River Flows. And, and you, wow. You've we seen never them live a really. few times. Right? Oh, yeah, that was also many, the very first times. show we ever went to. Yeah. Uh, it was Rockfest 97. No, that was the one... Kansas no, it was Rockfest '97. '97. Yeah, it was in Austin, Texas. Texas Motor Speedway. Yeah, it was the biggest one-day festival to this date. Biggest one-day, fe- like it was huge. It was at a speedway. It had four jumbo screens. That's how big. And back. This was your first rock. And this roll. was our first. Yeah. Our parents drove wow. us down to Texas to see this. Just to see Collective Soul, who played at like 5 p.m. Yeah, you know, it was Counting Crows, Bush, no Bush, doubt. The Paul headliners Cole, were Bush Cheap, and No Doubt. Sugar Ray, Sugar Ray played at like noon. The Nixons played in there. That's right, yeah. Yeah, anyways, we went to see Collective Soul. So, yeah, they were our first concerts and albums that kind of just got us both into I wanna, music. We'll come back to you. I want to hear I want to hear what you got, Dave. Band, oh, mine? Um, actually, I watched a documentary about them the other day. Have you guys heard, heard the Avett Brothers before? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah those brothers. guys are fantastic, man. That's and your favorite? Are they actually uh, brothers? They're up there, man. I yeah, mean, are their music, is they're great songs. That is another good question. Are they actually brothers? They're brothers? brothers? Yeah, yeah, they're brothers. That's cool. Yeah. All of them? Uh, there's just two of them. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't like eight of them. Uh, there's a band has like yeah. seven people in yeah, it. Yeah, okay. and, you know they did the whole hipster thing. I watched the doc on them though, and what's cool was they they actually started like doing this. They started like an at the drive-in like style band where like the lead singer guy was like screaming, cool. and they're like, I and he's like, that. dude, we no can't, shit, we can't, really? No, and they're playing samples of it in the doc. It's great. I want to hear that. It's on HBO, yeah. And he's shredding. He's like, dude, I can't do this anymore. And he's like, why don't we just like simplify this shit and get like acoustic guitars and sit down on a porch and like write, you know, an album or these songs. And they worked their asses off and toured like crazy for like 
10 years before they even got like any recognition. So that's awesome. That's shout out to cool. those guys, man. The Ever Brothers. They, I mean, yeah, they, they can harmonize. They, they need our <laughs> shout outs. Yeah, right? they, yeah, they do. Sure. I know they got like a Grammy <laughs> last year or something, yeah. probably. Dude, the Ava Brothers, if um, you guys are listening, just want to say hey. <laughs> yeah, we want to say what's up, guys. Glad you guys I just want to say that. We liked your documentary. I just heard your new song and I thought it was Balls Lame. I thought that was maybe that was with you. I was I was in the car somewhere. I heard I heard I think I thought it was with you, but I guess it wasn't. I was in the car and I heard and like normally I just like ignore stuff I don't like, but I was like, what? It was is so bad you couldn't turn it off. Their new song it was it sounds like weird pop music. That's I mean I don't mind. They're caught up in all that. They're on Rick Rubin's record label, so they they probably owe him like three billion dollars or something. You know, they're trying to make money. Um, But a lot of people don't know the Kinks were actually brothers too, as well. Ray and Dave Davies. Yeah, so that would probably idiots might not know that. Yeah, idiots. Steve. Have you heard of the Beatles? <laughs> they were brothers They're too. Four brothers. <laughs> Their last names Beatles. John Beatles, Paul John Beatles, Paul Ringo, Be- Ringo Beatles. Beatles. That's Beatles. Ringo Beatles. George Beatles. George Beatles was the best. Beatles. Ringo Starr Beatles. Uh, All right. Well, uh, now it's on you, man. What do you got, Austin? Well, I was trying to think. Yeah, I was trying to think of a, a current band, and uh, you couldn't do it, could you? No, I, I found one. <laughs> Can, uh, I, can I guess a couple before you? Oh wait, you're yeah. saying it's gonna be? Is it gonna be? A it current? is a current band. I don't think you'll guess it. They're not like super big. So not the national. No, I don't. I'll be honest. Which can I, I don't like, do, get it? Can okay. I do a fun fact in the national? Do you know it's two different sets of brothers? The bass and the drum, That's the right. drummer are brothers, and the two guitar players are different brothers. Yeah, and then the singer has a brother, but he's not in the band. Hey, but he filmed the documentary <laughs> and he did the movie. He was in oh, the movie. Yeah, yeah. fucking that. brilliant. Yeah. And I've never seen that. I so really want to watch it. I don't like that band. At I can't all, stop but talking I really about it. Watch it's that movie. so good. Cool. It's supposed to be good. Yeah. You can actually hate the band and really love the movie. Oh, I believe it's it. Good Cause I do hate the band. Yeah. Okay, wait, I've got it. It's, it's somebody nobody's heard of, but I think they're, they're up and coming. You might, uh, Greta Van Fleet. Let's have a arcade fire. Uh, no, 30 seconds to Mars. That's a good one. Shut up. Really? I didn't know that. Jared Leto Jared has a brother. and Shannon Leto. Oh, really? Fun really? fact, my oh. old... <laughs> this is a great story. My old roommate almost made out with Shannon Leto once. It was a girl. <laughs> she was a girl. Hey, that's, bro- that's like brag. two degrees separation yeah, yeah. from Jared Leto, so that's yeah. pretty cool. I've yeah. like almost known someone who you almost, almost know Jared Leto. You almost made out with Jared Leto you if you all, did the math. You made right. out with Jared. Yeah. You did Common Core did. math on. So that. you're telling me you made out with Jared Leto? Okay, oh, right. sorry, I can stop no, interrupting my, you now. My answer is a band called White Reaper. Oh yeah, for, uh, I've heard of them. I didn't know they had brothers. Yeah, the the drummer and the bass player are brothers. Yeah, they do look very similar. They they're they look very similar. They we might could have said actually. we could have said White Mystery also. That's brother true. And other brother and sister. Yeah, White Reaper is one of those bands that we actually caught them at South by Southwest like three years ago. Mm-hmm. We were hanging. We were, we went to literally a house party just to meet some friends. And inside this house party, it's South by. It's like every place is a venue, but it was an actual house. There was bands playing. All of a sudden, we didn't know who they were at the time, but White Reaper starts ripping on the inside and everyone on this outside patio starts looking through the windows like, what is going on in there? And you look in and it was out of a 1994 like teen movie. movie, yeah, dude, like the Smashing they, Pumpkins video where they're all they're, everybody White Reaper yeah. world in the middle. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, they were shredding this like house. The they're such a house party. And, and <laughs> the crowd, which was younger kids, were going ape shit crazy, oh, shit. crawling on the walls. A kid was hanging on the ceiling fan. They were going insane. And I remember standing outside, looking at this window, being like, "That is what I want to do." Like, yeah, that, that band is, is crushing, fun it. as hell. So we've been following since then, and they have be, we've actually had the opportunity to play with them last South by. Oh wow! Let's go. We, well, we had the opportunity to 
play right before them, which is never. Did a good you say idea. hi to him or meet him? Or <laughs> no, at least we, it wasn't we, after them. We though. we chatted with them, but we yeah, true. But we played right right before them, and then you finish our set, which I think we're fine. But <laughs> when you finish like a, a polished like kind of rock set, and then they get up there and like do what they do, which is just raw, raw rock. You kind of feel like, oh, I'm sorry. Like you just kind of, <laughs> there, you know, I kind of like went to the back corner and was like, yeah. this is amazing. Cause I love these guys, but like, I kind of, I'm a little embarrassed. Yeah. Right you're now. almost like, like, I want to be in a, a band like that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they, 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 they shred so raw and live and it's so tight either. Right. So the drummer and the bass player, that's are right. Brothers, but quick, the, the reason I th- thought about them is I follow them on Instagram and they actually did, like eight or nine dates with the killers recently on tour got to open for him, which is huge. Like, and all the killers are brothers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Branding John killers, killer. John killer. <laughs> Dave <Brandon> killer. killer. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I was reading on, on Instagram today. White Reaper did a, a post from Rolling Stone where two nights ago, the killers played their hometown of Louisville, Kentucky, mm. which is also cool because they're from kind of the middle of nowhere. And uh, White Reaper actually wasn't on that show. They, were, they only did eight dates, and that tour was done for them. But Killers played Louisville, invited them out, and then had the brothers I saw that. come on stage and play a Killers song with them. That's Whoa. so cool. And yeah. the, cool. the post was White Reaper posting the Rolling Stone article who did a blip about it. And then their reaction, they were like, this is the coolest thing that's ever yep. happened to us. And I was like, how cool would that be? Like, cause they're not a big band by any means, but like they're, they're working their way through. They tour the road warriors. They're making their way up. And those two brothers got to go open for like the biggest band in the world yeah. I mean, at cool. a stadium show. You know what I think it is, cool. man. Um, they have a, they have like a, we don't take any shit attitude they kind do. of thing. And yeah. it, it comes to their music, yeah. but I got a chance to see them open for Royal Blood about three yeah, years that's ago. Right. Yeah. yeah. Lincoln Hall. Tour, yeah. And Royal Blood, for whatever reason, I think they made them set up on the floor. Like, Whoa. I don't even know why this, but we get into the show and like there's security guards standing like in a circle and there's drum set on the floor and amps. And I'm like, at Lincoln f- Hall, at Lincoln Hall, I have never seen, dude, that I've never seen anything like it. And so right before they start playing, I think they were on a little tour with those guys, but uh-huh. they, I think this was like the last tour and you could tell they were like, notice will be partying like drunk. And, yeah. and he's like, he's like, yeah, well, this is our last show with Royal fucking blood. Fuck those guys. The drummer wears Yeezys. Hey, if y'all wear Yeezys, <laughs> fuck you. And like, dude, they were talking shit. And he goes, they made a setup on the floor. We're going to rock extra hard for you guys. And so I saw him like in oh that house gosh. party kind of vibe. The drummer yeah. wears Yeezys. <laughs> dude, and they, the lead singer guy was talking so much shit. And the other, um, I don't know, the other dude, the bass player, yeah. I think was talking shit. But like, they were just, and they were like, fuck you guys. And it was Lollapalooza after show. So they oh were at Lala gosh. like the next day. Whoa. And it was such a hype thing, dude. And they destroyed yeah. on the floor. I mean, it was way better than if they had been on stage. Oh, yeah. for sure. That's so they're almost they one of those bands. Yeah. Like, they have to be on like a ground level. Yeah, the they, yeah. That's, well, that's wild. That's a wild yeah. story. <laughs> yeah, dude. They were they didn't give a fuck. They were drinking Jameson on stage and shit. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely their vibe. Or on the, yeah. floor, on the floor, I should say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, shout out to the Killers, though, man. I fucking love them. Dude, got love Brandon, Brandon Killer, another band on the up and coming. Yeah, I heard they're gonna get big soon. Johnny, so. well, I uh, what else I got on the su- outline? I think we successfully <laughs> talked ourselves out of this episode. So yeah, this uh, is it, huh, dudes? Kind of super happy that you came in. Hey man, yeah, we love I'm, you guys, man. What huh? the world doesn't know is that we're only like a couple beers deep, and we got a couple bottles to finish. <laughs> yeah. Right, we got some work to do. Over, so and we're gonna keep talking about gear. We're gonna keep talking about gear. Yeah, off, this yeah. we already got all the best shit. We could do the no podcast. Um, but this is going to be really fun for me to edit. 
is I'm already calling. This is going to be a two-parter. I, I told already, you he was going to bring it up. It. You said it? <laughs> yeah, I was like, dude, he's already thinking in his head, how long's the thing? Where yeah, are we to oh, yeah. I try not to look at the clock, I know, but I've I noticed know. that we've been going for about like two, two hours. hours yeah. right we'll just do a two, we'll do like release it in a couple it days within be, each it's other. It's going to be two-parter and I'm yeah. going to do the thing. But It'll be fun. Extra promotion that way, right? Any uh, Anything anything you guys wanted to get out there in the world uh, while you're on the air with us and, and talk about or did we cover everything? What do you think? I'm real proud of you guys for hitting the ground running with this project and Aww, sticking thanks, to man. it thanks man we're once a week keep it up we're because we're gonna if, if we're nothing gonna else listening. we're listening yeah i mean i will say like we have like we do like we have a lot of time to kill in vans on the tour and we listen to a lot of podcasts and we were very excited when you guys put out the first episode I, it was the biggest compliment for you guys to come up to us at the show no, we like, dude yeah. honestly we literally listen to every episode because well, yeah, i think after that we were like well, we better say cool stuff because we know a real touring yeah. band is yeah. listening right now well, like, no, cool. hey i heard what you guys said about me yeah. <laughs> right, that, that, that dude that ha- that actually happened that happened with the first episode i told the story and and I didn't talk shit about anyone in particular, but I talked shit about a place, and it was a place where oh, a friend's no. band practices, and oh, they listen, no. and they're like, you know, I really like the episode until you got to the part where we were talking shit about my practice. <laughs> oh, like space. the room, oh, no. his actual the room. room. You yeah. said it smelled no. and stuff. It just stank. It, it probably stunk, did, it man. Ba- band rooms smell. That's nothing to take a. You're right, it's and it's normal. cool because what, what you guys are talking about, and I, I mentioned it to you before, but it's like a, it's a very specific niche thing that not a lot of people go through but the people who are listening to you talk about this stuff like the practice space and just like the the process of setting up for rehearsal and the gear talk so many bands and musicians go through this stuff so many men and women have dealt with these exact thing, same things but you don't know it really because you're not re- you don't really chat with other people about it mm-hmm. so it's really cool to listen to like other people dealing with the same yeah it's like we're all kind of the, bands go we're all through. kind of the same you know yeah yeah oh well, I'll tell you what. If you keep listening, we'll keep uh, we'll keep talking into these microphones here. All right, keep we will. Right. We've we got two listeners right here. Yay. All right, thanks for having Bye. us. Hey, thank you, guys. <laughs>